0: Well, hello there and welcome to the Pink Book Wedding Podcast. My name is Marley and I'll be one of your hosts. In these podcasts, we make it super simple to plan your fairy tale wedding. This is really the easiest way to get the best tips, advice, budgeting tricks and ideas on the go. We talk to the top wedding industry leaders to give us the inside scoop on what it takes to plan a dream wedding. So sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Don't worry about taking notes though, you'll find all the important info right here in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pink Book Wedding Podcast to continue following us. Visit pink-book.co.zo where you will find a huge community of trusted vendors, tips, ideas and DIYs. So, let's get started with today's episode. So... We're still sitting at the one and only hotel. It's almost sunset. It's a lovely day in Cape Town. And this is the final of our three-part series from our Real Brides, where we've discussed what it actually means to plan a wedding. I want to say a final big thank you to Tracy for doing this lovely setup. She even brought her own personal butler for us who's been bringing us bubbly and water and juice and everything. It's been lovely having you as per usual, JC. thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, it's been awesome being here and it's been so amazing chatting with these beautiful brides, as you call them, real brides, real women um, with real experiences. And I really appreciate you ladies sharing all your little intimate um, secrets and uh, expectations and details. Mm. And as I said earlier, you are most welcome to get in touch with me. I am uh, Tracy Brantford at Trunk Events. You can follow me on Instagram at Trunk Events. And if you want any info on decor, where to find something or just pick my brain, I'm very happy to uh, share some knowledge with you as well as to our listeners. And thank you so much. It's been amazing. I really look forward to the, the last session of our day. Um, the food's been amazing. The weather's been great. The bubbly. And, oh, look, our very handsome acoustic element guys. is oh, They're just to about playing. to start again.
2: <laughs>
0: And then I also want to say thank you to the one and only hotel for hosting us for a lovely afternoon high tea. The snacks we had were incredible from savouries to sweets. I had I'd just finished an eclair with gold on it. On. Gold foil, I feel like I have Beautiful. a girl in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> <was> don't, <laughs> I promise you don't It's
1: been amazing at the one and only, thank
0: you Okay, so let's just recap quickly Last time we talked about the theme, decor, flowers, invitations And the wedding dress and the uh, groom's wear And then this week we'll be discussing the very best gems our brides have to offer us But before we start, welcome back ladies. Could you just all quickly remind us who you are? Mareike, thank you for having me. I've been enjoying
3: myself. Good, good. I'm Laura Lee, thank you once again for having me.
4: I'm Letitia, thank you.
0: And let's just remind our bride, Letitia just got married about a month ago.
4: Yes, on the 13th
0: of April. Okay, and Laura Lee? is getting married in March of next year, in 2018. Yes, yeah. 10th of March. 10th of, 10th of, 10th of, 10th of March. <laughs> it must be all that bubbly <laughs> that the one and only has given us today. And Marika in seventh, February. The 17th, yes. Of
2: 2018.
0: Okay, so let's get started. And this one will be a little bit of more of a tougher session where we get into the nitty gritty details that you don't want to think about when you're planning your wedding. I think we want to start with Letitia because she's just been through this. So Letitia, which vendors did you most dread booking and why? So which, which vendors was the most difficult for you to book? To book? Yeah. Um, to make the decision on. I must be honest.
4: I think it must have been a DJ (laughs) and that was about it. Okay. Um, The rest of them, we didn't get complicated from the beginning. We chose, for the venue we had three options. Pick one, Um, photographer was second. We had two options only. We looked at other ones, but we narrowed it down and then we were like, okay, pick. Um, there also it, was, it wasn't for us something to even think about um, but when it came to the, the sound and the lighting part of the day it's difficult because you don't know anything about sound, you don't yeah. know anything about lighting and sometimes they explain things to you in a language that you
0: just don't a bride understand. doesn't
4: understand this, yeah. I don't know what's this what speaker, I don't <laughs> know how many speakers I must have <laughs> Um so that was a horrible part for me. Okay. Because I mean you can't really pick. Now you ask them to send you a list or something of the music you want and you know, that's not even possible. So I think that, that for me was the difficult part. Okay. Picking somebody for sound and lighting. And other than that, there wasn't really any other ones that I had an issue with. I literally went with what I felt was right. Your gut instinct. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it that's what it was. And yeah. at the end of the day, I think I was just blessed to pick the right ones. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, Laura Lee, I know you're still in the beginning phases of planning, um, but have you found any difficulty in booking any suppliers? At the moment, no, because I'm still weighing out my
3: options, looking obviously into the, I won't say the history, but the um, the reviews of the different vendors. So I haven't that, reached that stage as yet.
0: Okay, and what what are the things that you consider before you book someone? Is it purely budgetary or do you look at previous work and how someone makes you feel, how quickly they respond? So for me the
3: response is very important mm-hmm. if I send a message and I don't get a response within two days you're off my list I because it's a wedding we were planning not some little
1: party. Can I excuse myself and get back to my desk now? <laughs> <laughs> Tracy. There might be a bride waiting on a <laughs> No I totally agree. Mm-hmm.
3: And then also like for example with the DJ obviously um, ask them sorry can you just send me a few of your um, I know some teachers do their own little mixes and stuff so just to see if it's going to get if it gets my dancing shoes up, it should definitely get the crowds up as yeah. well so um also going about looking at the reviews because i know on lots of the social media you get the reviews of the different vendors which is very very important
2: yeah Marika, you um i must say when your venue does your menu it makes it really easier because we first went with the thought of like okay we're gonna do a food truck experience it's super cool interesting it's new it's different and then we were like finding them oh my goodness what a difficult situation so yeah. we went with the in-venue caterers yeah. which made it a bit easier and then um, I would say finding a DJ as well I would agree with the DJ. I have no clue when it comes to music, lighting, anything, it's really difficult, like, they speak Greek, and I don't understand that, um, otherwise, um, when picking someone for my wedding, I would definitely say I'll, obviously, first see what the budget allows, and then look at, um, the different previous experiences, what have they done, and, How open are they for change, like, Mm. to what I want? Flexibility. Yes. Yeah, that's important.
0: important. Okay. I know that you're not very far in your planning process, but have you stumbled across something that made you realize, I wish someone told me this before I started my planning?
2: Invites. Okay. Definitely. I didn't know that when you start with an idea, I actually want to do the hand delivery invites and I think, thought like, oh that's not gonna happen because half of the people live in Joburg, I can't just drive up, I don't, I have a work, I have to go to the, um, and when we went with the website idea, you have to buy a domain that is Flexible and so you can adjust to that. So we sort of like still stuck with that as well. Okay. We can't change things, and I'm thinking, oh, I have to make this work now. And it's not quite what you want. No, unfortunately not. So mm.
0: choose wise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to add something with a with a
1: wedding um, website. It's a very good concept, I think, but it doesn't always suit everyone. Um, And I find that there are people that are not tech-savvy and that they are very put off by a website because they need to um, navigate it. To experience your day, where as a lot of us are real old school, and yeah. and um, like the teacher said earlier, hard copy. If you have most of your guests around you, can deliver great. But a lot of your wedding designers um, who do stationery, they do it in a digital form as well as print. So those who are younger are happy to get digital, and you print the old, uh, print some for the older aunties who don't have emails, or you know if your parents are very traditional, then you do hand deliver. But you don't have to physically do it yourself, yeah. and you could post some stuff. But most of your. SVPs are going to come in digital. It's going to come via WhatsApp or email. Mm -hmm. So digital, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of going online and just getting a designer to design something for you for starting price, 650 Rand. And then you email everyone and Bob's your uncle. Done. You've got your guest list out. They all know what they need to do. So don't complicate the start Mm -hmm. because then you can go, oh, I don't have time for this wedding anymore and start giving up. Um, If you have a website, it's great, but it's not necessary the all and the it of your wedding because a lot of people won't navigate your website they won't know yeah. where to click here some coming or dietary requirements or do I need a babysitter or do I need you to help me find accommodation so yeah. people still prefer one on one email to someone or yeah. RSVP via whatsapp yeah
2: so we're thinking of maybe changing back to the old school method yeah. of the email the original idea. make
0: one on one yeah yeah, yeah. Lee any advice you wish someone had given you? Oh yes, booking of the venue actually Uh uh-huh
3: because uh, after everything was sort of finalized I realized oh snap lots of my guests won't make it because of the distance. It's about 140 kilometers Mm -hmm. out of Cape Town. So the negative was I got a lot of guests that like they told me look we won't make it hmm. unfortunately transport and travelling is a bit too much but on the positive side I was like it's fine I save money and I can go <laughs> into towards my house yes. so that's yes. fine I can buy maybe an you know, extra couch or yeah. whatever but yeah definitely the distance for the um, venue
0: Okay, Letitia is there any piece of advice that you can now give you being a married lady already, <laughs> that you can give our brides that you wish someone had given you? Um, well, I mean in general,
4: people do tell you that enjoy every moment, savour every minute, all of those things. That's true, but don't focus too much on it because then you're actually finding yourself in another space where you're thinking about the time passing the whole time and you've already removed yourself from the space. And luckily I realized early in the morning on the day, I sat down outside and this is just something I figured out that you gotta allow yourself to have me time. Even if it's six o'clock in the morning, give yourself that. Take it in and go and focus on what's happening today. Um, and in doing that, I think you constantly remind yourself that, you know, this is actually real. This is happening now. Because when I look back at my wedding, I don't go, oh, it went by so quickly. Yes, in terms of time, it went by quickly. But I was present every minute. And I had fun every minute. Um, but the only other piece of advice. I don't know if you guys have figured it out, but invites actually have a lot of wording. (laughs) I wish somebody had told me that the invites and the program for the ceremony and the
1: reception and those things, you can't do it in an hour. (laughs) It takes time. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, you need the professionals on something. You, Some do, you DIY. do need someone
4: to help you with that. Because you're sitting there and you're like, what is this? Yeah. I don't know where what fits in. Yeah. But that, that's
0: about the only that's the only thing that was tough for me. Okay. Speaking about tough, what is the toughest thing you had to or service you had to spend money on? What did you think? Oh, I wish we could leave this. This is too much. You look like you want to say nothing. No, I have to think.
4: Because you can't say food because I mean you have to feed the people. You've got it to, to be good. a cook and a driver. <laughs> um, but at the same time. I think pretty much the alcohol. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Did you have a cash bar? We had a cash bar, but we gave people red wine, white wine. And bubbly. Um, And bubbly. But what we did do was we actually gave the venue an X amount. And we said, okay, this is what we have. If the Mm. people out drink this. In fact, yeah. because if you place it on the tables people pop open a bottle of red wine and then they go, oh I don't like this yeah. and they leave it open and yeah. there's a nice bottle of red wine going to waste, end of the night you clean up six or seven of them so, but I I wish we could leave the alcohol part I wish I didn't have to pay for alcohol for other people because for me that's not really wasn't a crucial part. Yeah. It wasn't a
0: Michael break.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And you two, who are still planning and gathering quotes, what what do you think, Laura Lee, is the most difficult thing for you to spend money on? I would agree with Letitia,
3: It's the alcohol. At the end of the day, I'm providing you with a meal. I gave you got an invite to come and spend the day with me. So I think the alcohol, you can see to that if there's a cash bar available but yeah, yeah definitely
2: that. Okay. Marika, I would also agree with the alcohol but also um, not a lot of venues have a dance floor. Ah. And if dancing is important to you, you feel like, oh I don't want to spend like 3000 rand on a dance floor which is like the size of my kitchen floor, um, which is not very big. But you still feel like, but you want that. It's a very important aspect of a wedding, especially when it's an evening wedding like me and um, Laura. Laura Lee. Laura Lee. Um, When evening dancing, you can't just sit around and look at each other's faces. Yeah.
1: I'm very puzzled. Why do you think you need to create an actual dance floor to have people dancing? You we don't need a good DJ. You don't need a dance
2: floor. We don't have a space where oh, they can I see dance. Yeah. the In venue's your venue. only, Yeah. Unfortunately that's the only Okay, so then you're gonna side. have to be clever about your decor
1: and mm. at some point the way the layout of your room has to be designed that a couple of the peripheral tables can be moved to create yeah. dancing to make that happen at a certain point that mm-hmm. is like a toast to the couple everyone raise your glasses the weight is clear and they lift up some tables and then you create a dance floor mm-hmm. yeah but I mean dancing is like a given you have to have a party yeah. at your wedding oh, definitely
2: oh. but um, I must say our wedding wedding venue was quite um, nice to us they said that they will even supply like outdoor furniture around the dance floor so they will make a great atmosphere outside as well so yeah, that's a bonus. Maybe. Yeah, that's cool because yeah. then
0: you just have to make sure there's space for yeah. the yes. dance floor. Yeah, so you that's can okay. even have
1: a pallet bar, bo- a palette, uh, wooden pallet dance floor. Yeah. For, you know, if you needed like a space to set aside where people can actually go and dance yeah. on. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, you've got a gorgeous venue. I'm sure you can work something out. Definitely, yeah, definitely. You have people dancing. And also, you're getting married a great time of the year where it's warm. Yeah. So outdoor dancing with some sparkles, definitely. I can see that happening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely. Um, Mareike, is there any compromise you've had to make thus far in your process?
2: Um, yes, I would say. Um, Especially with the food, like I mentioned earlier, that we wanted to do the food truck. Um, unfortunately, we just, it wasn't possible with the venue and um, we couldn't find someone that was willing to accommodate us and I think that would be the only sacrifice so far. Okay. Hopefully there's no other more. Okay. And you, Laura Lee? Sacrifices? A lot. Okay. <laughs>
3: okay. Music. Okay. Because uh, he's more into the jazz and Barry White. And what is wrong with
1: her? <laughs> I'm not into
3: that. <laughs> just, it's fine, but I mean, I'm just, no. And Barry White, no. So the first half of the evening, you
1: can do that. And the second yeah. half, you can do your stuff. It's always yeah. a compromise.
3: And then it's very, he uh, it loves Claire Phillips. I don't. It's just very butch, like a voice. So I want someone that's more mellow at the wedding. So that's also now where there might have to be a compromise. Um, also the alcohol, like my my family doesn't actually drink and his family does so there's the other compromise Yeah. and then also uh, the food because my idea is like give him a buffet, let the guests enjoy their, their food where my fiance is like no give it plated food it works out cheaper etc etc yeah. so There's a few
1: compromises there. So I think that you and your fiancé and I need to have a date soon because it sounds like there's not much that's actually very complicated there. I can help you with a solution. Um, A buffet menu, I think, works out cheaper Mm. and you actually have a little bit of extra food for guests so if you don't mind that and it's not... I mean with the with the, the trend now where people share food and it's harvest tables and stuff, the buffet vibe has become trendy again. Back yeah. in the day it used to be very old school with like old piece of meat and a sauce over it and but a drive and chicken. But you can do a trendy yeah. buffet menu. Uh, where you can plate a star to plate the dessert or have a dessert station and the only part that's buffet is um, the main course, mm. and you can do a trendy food station where people walk around and not that, you know, chafing dishes buffet. So think about that. Yeah. Think yeah. about the time of year and what people like to eat.
0: Or even um, uh, family styles. Platter on yes. The table. Feast at the table. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. serve themselves. Yeah. Tables of ten sharing, uh, sorry, like, yeah, four platters and, yeah. you know, if one person loves more roast potatoes, the, you know, they can pass it out, and the other yeah. one likes more rice. You actually get your food gets to be um, consumed and not wasted. Yeah. And then whatever's left can become a midnight snack at that same buffet table a harvest table and then with music I think you know yeah most I also have to compromise if my husband is still stuck in the 80s not that there's anything (laughs) wrong with it but we did we we split the evening and we had um, a DJ who met us and um we, yeah, we made sure that both of our tastes were there and I think in alcohol you've kind of made your mind up, you're not going to throw a lot of money at it so yeah. don't, don't feel obliged to. I do feel that it's nice to give people a complimentary glass of wine or two over mm-hmm. dinner and you can get great sellers at 40, 45 a bottle yeah. and if you don't put it down on the table um, as the teacher said earlier then the waiters pour and you pour really just like a quarter of a glass actually. Yeah. So um, you will find that the things that you actually find are difficult right now, they are very um real solutions that a lot of couples have come across that have been complicated but that you can actually um tick the box and realize that there is a middle ground to to solving those problems but don't let those problems consume you because they're really not difficult and as i said i'm a cheap date over a glass of bubbly i'll give you some advice (laughs) thank you i'll remember that
0: leticia what were the biggest sacrifices if any you had to make What do you mean? I
4: had this whole picture in my mind of how we were going to be seated, and it looked amazing, and I was just so happy. And then he looked at it at the time and he said to me, No, this is not going to (laughs) work. And I said to him, No, but we can't move. This to there because then you got too little here and too many there, and it was just a mess. Oh, the seating plan arrangements,
1: oh, it's yeah, yeah, the seating difficult. plan arrangements
4: it, it's really a difficult part, yes. and
1: that that is the only thing I that agree. we fought over. That's the only the thing I I, I agree with, Tisha. The, the only time I find my couples come back to me, yeah. Lower. <laughs> when I go, hi, I don't need to bother you. It's a week before the wedding. Can I please have your seating plan that I need to print? Yeah. yeah, seating plans are very tricky because most of your tables, let's say, are tables of 10. And suddenly the bride comes back and says, that's a 6-seat and that's a 12-seat. And I go, exactly. no, I cannot have 12 there. The table takes 10, especially if you have a base plate and a nice setting. those six people don't talk to those people and those people like each other more and you guys have to just understand that you need to place your guests comfortably yeah and they really are there for you and if they don't like each other well tough luck after a few glasses of wine they'll probably change their minds
4: no you just it it was difficult because we had a main table where we were gonna set the bridal couple and then obviously the rest of the tables going down so in a u-shape and then he wanted the bridal table combined with two other tables And I was like, how are you going to fit this in? There's no space No, and you can't squeeze and in the bridal table And then everything to change no. Your no. seating has to change Your decor has to change Your lighting has to change Your backdrop has to change So I mean, that was the biggest thing for me That and sentimental items I had to give up
0: to get what I wanted do you want to tell us about that? Because you do, you told us before we started recording, and I felt that was quite a big sacrifice to make for getting what yes. you want. So, you can say no if you don't want to tell us. No, it.
4: no, it's fine. I'm just thinking of how to articulate it. Um, when I designed my dress, well, when Elizabeth designed it and I wore it for the first time, you know, and it was sort of like done. I saw someone else in the mirror. I saw the person that I'm supposed to be every day. But you get so caught up in your life that you don't don't look at yourself anymore. You just see this person that's spinning around. And like the peace and stuff that I felt when I was standing there then I decided I want my dress because it gave me something back in my life that I can never get. And it's to always be reminded that, you know, you still got to be present. Mm. So, after a long and hard thought process, Um, I spoke to my mother and she had a diamond, a solid diamond, that she wanted to give to me so that I can have a ring made or a necklace or whatever I wanted to have made with it. And I thought to myself that what would I rather want? And I decided that I'm going to give up the diamond, actually have a certified place buy it over rather buy my dress and then we're going to have my dress set in a three dimensional thing against the wall with all of the little elements like his bow tie and things like that so that we can always keep it close to our hearts so that's that's the sacrifice I made because I, I can't it's not something I can share with him if I put a ring on my finger and there's one diamond sitting there Yeah. But when we have something hanging in the house and our kids are looking at it, friends are looking at it, family looks at it. All of us are gonna look back at the day and know what happened. Yeah. And it's a constant reminder of what I said. Yeah.
0: Just now. Yeah. You know? It's a beautiful memory shared between you and your family and all of your friends. Okay, so this question is only for you because you're the only married lady on our panel. (laughs) But what do you wish you had done differently? I'm assuming you two don't have any regrets yet
4: what do I wish I'd done differently? I wish I'd stayed closer to the venue Okay. That was stupid, I was so far <laughs> stupid I thought, yeah, sure I'm going to be far people won't be able to visit but I was too far nobody even wanted to visit so I wish I'd changed that part and I wish that I'd eaten a little bit more
0: before I started drinking. (laughs) Just a little bit. I think we all do. Yeah. (laughs) And that's it. Okay. So, the takeaway here, girls, is stay close to your venue if you can and have a good breakfast (laughs) before the bubbly starts. (laughs) <laughs> I agree. Have a decent
1: breakfast. We spoke about this in the, in the break early on. You have to eat well, because you possibly don't even have that can of hair. You're running off of photographs, so yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Think I, I think I was just a very accepting bride. What happened, happened. Just yeah, what you happened, like happened. The I can't, I can't change me. it
4: now. <laughs> I can't go back and I can't say I wish I'd changed this or I wish I'd changed this. Because at the end of the day, I mean, the day was amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah,
4: I wouldn't change anything about it. Yeah, so, Not even the rabbit that fell over on the table. <laughs> or we had these little wooden cake toppers, these figures. And we had the whole family, meaning it was myself and my husband, the two dogs, the two cats, and the mama said monkey. So there was a the whole family clang sitting the <laughs> there. No, they were sitting in front of the cake. Yeah. And he, by accident, fell into the cake. <laughs> when somebody was trying to move him so things like that it happens same as the run; you can't change it just accept everything that happens and just enjoy it yeah
0: okay, so last question as a married lady what are you most looking forward to? Oh, at the moment honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That's still coming. because I'm getting to travel yeah
4: Um, but I think what we're enjoying the most is the connection that we're sharing now it's different we thought that okay we've been together for almost 8 years you know on an emotional and a physical level it's going to be different Um, no it is different things that change it's like you step up a level I agree and you grow closer to each other you fight differently you agree differently, you laugh differently, so I just look forward to having a future with him.
0: Okay, that's so sweet. Oh, you're
4: amazing.
1: It's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us.
4: Laura Lee,
0: what are you most looking forward to? And that doesn't have to be after marriage. It could be still in your planning period, if you wish. It seems tricky. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Blonde, moment. Blonde. Blonde moments. Blonde moments are fine. I'm having a few with my highlights as well. So. <laughs> I think I'm looking for. I, I, uh, there's so
3: many. Like obviously, the main thing is the big day. But I think I'm looking more forward to actually just settling in with my future yeah. husband and building our life from there. Yeah,
1: buying that dream house that she's talking about, or the yeah. cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: from all the money yeah. that, that I'm saving. Um, but yeah, it's definitely just that settling down and that security mm. to know after the wedding, let's see what's, what's our next adventure.
0: Okay. Yeah. And Maraike?
2: Um, I would say getting to learn my future husband definitely a bit more. Even though we've been friends before we started dating, sometimes I still feel like I don't know him so well. He surprises me every day. And then for the wedding planning, I'm definitely looking forward to um, the wedding dress and I'm going to wear sneakers with my dress. Oh, cool! And designing my own sneakers. That's super cool. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Because I like wearing sneakers. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Um, And then, just after the wedding, obviously a honeymoon because that's something that's exciting. No one can take away from you. Yeah. It's your special day, it's a whole package. Yeah. Okay.
1: The honeymoon I must say It's lovely Because when you tell people When you travel Whether it's around South Africa Or all over the world You just You kind of go Oh we got honeymoon Everyone goes Oh And then you get a free glass of bubbly (laughs) (laughs) I love that
0: (laughs) We still try
1: and milk that
0: (laughs) You guys that's a wrap For our three part series I can't thank you enough For coming And making the time Any time it was lovely to meet you all I wish you the best in your planning and the best in your very young marriage Um, if you missed any of the shows remember to check the show notes because I will be posting the links to the previous episodes right there thank you again to Tracy for all your love and support and doing this beautiful table setting for us and the one and only hotel for hosting us for a lovely high tea and accidentally very incidentally Acoustic Element who's doing the background music Yo, for it's us. It's been amazing.
1: Yeah, awesome. Thank you for having us. It's been awesome. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll just call the waiter to top up our glasses.
0: <laughs> so that brings us to the end of another episode of the Pink Book Wedding Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to our industry expert and that you've learned some insider tips and tricks to help you make your wedding planning so much easier. Don't forget to head over to the blog at pink-book.co.za to collect all the show's notes and important links. And remember to subscribe to our wedding podcast to stay up to date with all the newest episodes. See you next time.